Well, good morning, everybody. Didn't the kids do a great job this morning? Um, they did a superb job. And it's nice to have the opportunity to see what the children have been learning. And I guess, in one sense, to have the children come in and teach us. Um, I learnt quite a few things from the kids' church presentation this morning. I learnt uh, that being a clapper man is really hard work. I learnt for the first time that Luke Skywalker is a good friend of Mr Invincible. I never knew that before. And I learnt that we've got this massive talent uh, in, in the young people in our church, and that's really, really exciting. It's nice to have the children teach us. But did you know that uh, children can actually teach us the most important lesson in life? That children can teach us the most important thing that we could ever learn. Children can teach us how to get to heaven. Now, it's not me that said this, first of all. It was actually Jesus. Jesus who said this. It was Jesus who said that if you look at a child, then you'll know what you must do to get into heaven. Would you please, you probably already got them open, but make sure you've got a Bible open in front of you at that Uh, passage that Jeff just read for us. It's from the book of Luke, chapter 18. We're going to begin at verse 15, page 742 of the small print Bibles. They're the thin Bibles. 1629 of the larger print or the thicker Bibles. Here in this particular part of the Bible, we see that Jesus is there, he's surrounded by people who are bringing babies to him and bringing children to him. The people want Jesus to to lay their hands on their kids. They want him to bless their kids, pray for them. But then Jesus' disciples, his friends, they they see what's happening and, well, they start rebuking the adults. You see, in Jesus' day, kids, they weren't uh, put up on the pedestal in the same way that they are today. Now, in Jesus' day, kids, they were pretty low in the societal pecking order. And remember, this is Jesus, sent by God Almighty. This is Jesus, the great teacher, the miracle man, the Messiah, God's special king. So you see, in the disciples' minds, it wasn't quite right that Jesus would now be harassed by these kids. So the disciples, they start rebuking the parents. Stop it, they say, get your kids away from him. But it's at that point that Jesus says something very, very interesting. Jesus tells his disciples not to send the kids away. No, rather encourage the kids to come to him. Why? Well, Jesus says because heaven is a place for people who are like these kids. In fact, he goes on a little bit further and he says that heaven, unless you're like these kids you will never actually enter into heaven. I want you to read with me Luke chapter 18 from verse 15. Luke 18 from verse 15. People were also bringing babies to Jesus to have him touch them. When the disciples saw this, they rebuked them. But Jesus called the children to him and said, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them. For the kingdom of God, that is heaven, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. I tell you the truth, anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a little child will never enter it. 
It's interesting, isn't it? Jesus says that unless you're like a little child, you'll never enter the kingdom of God. You'll never get into heaven. What does he mean? Because I know that I want to go to heaven, and I'm sure you want to go to heaven too, so what does he mean? In what way are we to be like little children? Maybe heaven has flight restrictions. The rest of us are in serious trouble if this is the case. Maybe it has height restrictions, you know, like the, like the kiddie rides at Luna Park that has that painted clown out the front, you know, with his... You know, you must be under 120 centimetres <laughs> to go on this ride. <laughs> Maybe heaven's a bit like that. No, I don't think so. I don't think that's what Jesus is talking about here. I don't think when, when he says that we're to be like kids that he's got height in mind. So what other kid-like property are we to have? I know. Maybe we're to have the innocence of a two-year-old. Maybe, maybe Jesus is talking about innocence here. Before God will let us into heaven, we need to have the innocence of a two-year-old. Let's think about that for a moment, shall we? The innocence of a two-year-old. I can hear a couple of the parents laughing. They don't call it the terrible twos for nothing, do they? All right, but Jesus wasn't a parent. Okay, so maybe he didn't really understand kids. Well, I'm not a parent either, and I know just what kids can be really like. And the word innocent doesn't spring to my mind. I've got a bunch of young nieces and nephews. And when the eldest of them turned three, do you know what she started calling me? Uncle Binhead. <laughs> Uncle Binhead. And you know, she's now eight and she still calls me Uncle Binhead. Innocent, she is not. I don't know how you fared through primary school, but I've got to tell you, I still meet many, many an adult still scarred from the name calling, the hair pulling, the dobberinnering, the ostracising, the bullying of young kids. Kids can be mean. And they lie. And they can be really selfish. Don't be deceived. You know, even the angels in this morning's play have detachable wings. <laughs> I don't think that Jesus is calling for us to be as little children before God will let us into heaven. All right, well, maybe he's talking about trust here. We have to have the trust of a child before God will let us into heaven. Well, I saw some parents taking their kids to see Santa the other day. And I tell you, some of them didn't seem too happy to be there either. In fact, they were bawling their eyes out. They certainly didn't seem to trust Santa. And who can blame them? I mean, having to be forced to sit on a strange man's lap who's wearing a bright red suit and a silly hat and a beard that's like Movember gone wrong. (laughs) They didn't trust Santa. Who can blame them? Interestingly, they certainly didn't seem to trust their parents' words of reassurance either. I think that trust is important in getting to heaven, but I'm just not sure that that's what Jesus is talking about here that we're to have the trust of a little child. So what is the answer? 
In what way are we to be like little children before we can get into heaven? What is it that children teach us about entering heaven? Well, you see, like many of the stories in this book of Luke, this particular story about Jesus and the children, it's side by side with another story. And in the book of Luke, what often happens is that one story will help us understand another story that it's beside. And in this particular story, we will see that before it, immediately before it, there's another story. In fact, this is a, a story where we hear Jesus telling a parable or a story of his own. In this story that Jesus tells, he introduces us to two characters. Both are adults. One is a Pharisee and the other is a tax collector. The thing we need to realise is that the Pharisee, he is a religious man. I mean, a really religious man. He's a religious leader, in fact. He was a very well-respected man in his community and he did many good works. In fact, as we read this story, and we'll do that in a moment, we're going to see that he did many more good works than the religious laws of the day expected from him. You know, here's a man, he didn't lie, he wasn't greedy, he wasn't dishonest. If this Pharisee were alive today, I reckon we would describe him as a, as a good, clean, living sort of bloke. He'd probably have a reasonably successful marriage. Uh, he might even go to church most Sundays. Perhaps he would give away generous amounts of money to the poor, belong to Rotary. You know, a good bloke. I like to think of this bloke as a Parramatta Eel supporter. <laughs> you know, you look at this guy and you see him as moral, as decent, as likeable. That's the Pharisee. Now, the other guy in Jesus' story, he was a tax collector. Lots of people these days don't like the tax man, but I tell you, in Jesus' day, tax collectors, they were despised. See, they were considered to be the worst kind of traitors. What they would do is they would tax people, their own countrymen, and then they would give that money away to a foreign government. They'd give it away to the Romans who were occupying Israel at the time. They were considered traitors. Worse than that, the tax collectors, they were renowned for not giving all the money away, but pocketing a lot of it for themselves so they would steal it. You see, they were considered crooks, thieves, they were the scum of the earth. You see how different these two blokes are, Pharisee and tax collector? But now in the story that Jesus tells, what we will see is that both men actually want the same thing. Both men, Pharisee and tax collector, want to get right with God. Both men want to be part of God's kingdom. Both want to go to heaven. But at the end of the story, we'll see that only one man is actually welcomed into heaven. We're going to read the story now, and I reckon it might just surprise us. Let's have a look uh, as we read together Luke chapter 18 from verse 9. Verse 9. To some who were confident of their own righteousness and looked down on everybody else, Jesus told this parable. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee, and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood up and prayed about himself. God, I thank you that I'm not like other men. Robbers, evildoers, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week and give a tenth of all I get. You see, you see, a good man, a good man. But the tax collector stood at a distance He would not even look up to heaven, but beat his breast and said, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. 
Jesus goes on to say, I tell you that this man, rather than the other, went home justified before God. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. Who ended up right with God? Who ended up going to heaven? Who would end up going to heaven? Who would end up being exalted? Well, none other than the scoundrel, good-for-nothing tax collector. He's the one that ended up right with God. The good, upright, hard-working Pharisee. God wanted nothing to do with him. But why? Why? Well, I think the real difference between these two men lay in what these two men to offer God in order to be right with him. The Pharisee, he offered God his good works, his honest life, his fasting, his charity. He offered God lots and lots to get right with him, probably lots more than you or I could ever offer God. Surely this will get me into heaven, he must have thought. But God said, away from me. The tax collector, what did he offer God? What did he offer God in order to be right with him? Well, he offered God nothing. That's right, nothing, absolutely nothing. He realised that he had nothing to offer God, nothing to contribute getting himself into heaven. See the difference? And I think it's now that we can start to see what it means when Jesus tells us that we must be like little children in order to get into heaven. Now, to show you what I mean, I've got a little bit of an experiment planned, okay? So, um, just bear with me for a moment. Um, I'd like you to welcome sample A. Here we have sample A, also known as Charlotte. She's cute, isn't she? Now, Charlotte, thank you so much for helping us out with this experiment here this morning. I've just got a little task for you, okay? It shouldn't be too hard for you. Now, I've got a couple of things here. Um, What I want you to do is, okay, all right, here we go. What I want you to do, darling, is to make yourself some breakfast. Okay. Right, okay, well, whenever you're ready, Charlotte. That's the bowl. All right. But look, this. Okay. There you go. There you go. Help. Okay. Well, it's just a thought. Charlotte is very cute, but she's useless. <laughs> Thank you, Charlotte. You can return to your seat now. Yeah, I think she's going to need some help for that. No, 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 don't applaud. I didn't do anything. There's no polite way of putting it, is it? Is there? Yeah. Children are useless. Don't you see... That's why children cry. 
because they can't do anything for themselves. Oh, I'm hungry. Come and feed me. You know. Oh, I've got wind. Come and burp me. Oh, I'm sitting in something uncomfortable. Come and change me. You know. I can't do it myself. I'm useless. You see, that's why we call them dependents. Because they need someone to come and do these things for them. And now Jesus is telling us that if we want to get into heaven, we need to be just like a little kid. Useless. We need to recognise that in terms of getting into heaven, we've got nothing to offer. We're useless. You see, that was the big mistake that the Pharisee made. He thought that he could do it himself. He thought that his good works, his kind deeds, his clean living would get him into heaven. But he was wrong. Because to get into heaven, you need to be like a little kid. You need to be a dependent. You've got to have someone come and do it for you. And that person is God himself. Remember that it's at Christmas time that we remember how Jesus, how God himself came down to earth in the form of a human being, Jesus Christ. That Jesus grew up, that he died on a cross and there took away our sins. Those sins which separate us from God. Those sins which keep all of us out of heaven. At the cross, Jesus took away our sins. And in doing so, he did what we could never do for ourselves. He made it possible for us to go to heaven. You see, that's what was behind the tax collector's prayer. God, have mercy on me, a sinner. It was like a baby's cry. Come feed me, I can't do it myself. Instead, his cry was, God, come and save me from my sin. Because I can't do it myself. I can't get myself to heaven. I'm useless Come and do it for me. Well, when it comes to getting into heaven, kids certainly do teach us a lot, don't they? In fact, they teach us the most important lesson than we could ever learn. They teach us that we cannot do it ourselves, that we have nothing to offer, that we are useless, and that we are completely dependent on God to come and do it for us. It's funny, isn't it? Your parents and your school teachers spent years telling you to grow up. But here in the Bible, Jesus is telling you to go and be childish. To go and be a big baby. Because when it comes to getting into heaven, there is no other way. Your good works, your clean living, your charity certainly won't get you there. You need Jesus. So let's uh, be like big babies right now, shall we? Let's cry out to God and ask him to come and do what we could never do for ourselves. Let's pray together. Our dear God, uh, we acknowledge that we have nothing, that we can do nothing that could ever get us into heaven. We acknowledge that we are completely dependent on you. Thank you that you did come to earth in the form of a human being, Jesus Christ. That you did die upon the cross to take away our sins. Thank you that you have made it possible for us to go to heaven to be with you forever. And so, dear God, 
We ask that you would now keep us depending on you every single day of our lives. Amen.